Do you have your Bibles? Turn with me to Isaiah 55. I'll read this, okay? Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Do you find anything odd in this passage? Isaiah 55 verse 1. It says, come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. First of all, they are inviting you saying, come. Okay. But the message is, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. It's such a oxymoron statement. It's such a conflicting statement in itself because it is saying, you can come here, buy wine and milk, but without money, without price. What does that mean? If you can come and, you know, get the wine and milk without money and without price, then why would you use the word buy? Why can't you use the word receive? Think about that. Okay. Now the second verse. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live and I will make you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. What is Isaiah talking about? Isaiah is talking about, hey guys, this is an invitation for you to come. You get the milk and wine, but there's no price, but you need to buy. So if there's no price, with what are you buying? If there's no price, there's no cost to it. There's no monetary cost to it. Then with what are you buying? It says, listen diligently to me. That is what God is saying. What is God saying? Listen diligently to me. So if you want to get the wine and the milk, you have to listen. That is what you are giving in return. You give in return, your, you give your attention and in return, you get the milk and the wine. See, this whole passage is talking about the, the, it's talking about the voice of the Lord, the word of the Lord. Okay. So if you listen diligently to him, you listen to the voice of the Lord and the word has various levels in the Bible. Okay. So you see the word as water. You see the word as milk. You see the word as, you know, solid food. You also see the word as wine, which can intoxicate you. You can start from water, you know, just ground level, or you can have some milk. It can be a milk for you. Or it can be a solid food for you, which can strengthen you, which can energize you. Or you can be intoxicated with the wine of the word. But what is it asking you in return? It's asking your attention. That's why it says, listen diligently to me and eat what is good. If you listen diligently, and guys, this is what I'm asking you. When you hear God's word, listen diligently, not passively. Give your complete attention, undue attention. Give your complete energy. Listen to what the word is speaking to you. Listen to what the voice of the Lord is speaking to you. When you do that, what happens? What happens? It says verse 3, your soul may 
live what happens the word energizes your soul your soul starts living see that's why jesus says when he was being tempted in luke 4 he says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god jesus really meant that that you can live only by listening to what god is saying by listening to his voice now his voice the word of god that comes to you you can you know it it can be like water it can be like milk it can be like solid food it can be like wine depending on your level of diligence in how you hear him depending on your response of how you receive him you receive the level of the word does that make sense okay now that's not the topic that i want to share today okay just a starter intro to get your attention because it's depending on how you hear is how you will see the word working in your life that's why jesus says hey listen very carefully pay attention to how you hear okay now if you remember when we were in the you know receiving series when we were doing this uh, abundance we were learning about abundance we spoke about you know from john chapter 6 where jesus multiplies the five bread and two fish what was the secret behind the multiplication i think everybody should know what's the secret the secret is thanksgiving right so if you read with me john chapter 6 verse 10 to 11 don't take i'll read for you jesus said have the people sit down now there was much grass in the place so the men sat down about 5000 in number Jesus then took the loaves and when he had given thanks he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish as much as they wanted see what did Jesus do he took the five bread and two fish he gave thanks to god and it started multiplying your your thanksgiving is the doorway to your multiplication i know you lost me there but i'm sure you got this part in the spirit right your thanksgiving is the doorway to multiplication L- now remember when jesus did this miracle what were the circumstances in which he did the miracle the circumstances were that they were in a wilderness they were in a desert where there was nothing the circumstance was that there were more than 5000 people to be fed more than 5000 people and the final thing they only had five loaves of bread and two fish those were the circumstances but when jesus gave thanks it multiplied what happened it multiplied so today i just want to quickly teach you about the power of thanksgiving okay i know you would have heard this from me so many times but today it has hit me very personally it is you know god has taught me very personally to me and i believe that as i speak this word it will hit you personally as well okay it will become a rima a living active word for you as well okay now in first thessalonians 5 verse 16 to 18 paul says like this rejoice in the lord always again i i say rejoice then he says pray without ceasing and giving thanks in everything 
I'm sure you all memorize this these verses. Think about that. He is saying, give thanks in everything. So Paul is saying, you can give thanks in everything. When he himself is writing from a prison cell, he is saying that you can give thanks in everything. Now, I want you to compare that passage to Ephesians 5, verse 18 to 20, where he says, Ephesians 5, verse 18 to 20. I want to compare that passage with this one. Here he says, do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God. See, the last time in Thessalonians, he says, give thanks in everything. Now he's saying, give thanks for everything. Doesn't make sense. It makes sense when you can give thanks in everything, no matter what circumstances you're going through, you can give thanks in everything, but it doesn't make sense to give thanks for everything. How can you give thanks when something bad has happened? How can you give thanks when you just lost a job? How can you give thanks when you, you know, the college that you were studying and kicked you out? You can give thanks in those circumstances. That makes absolutely sense. But how can you give thanks for those circumstances? How can you give thanks for the things that is happening to you. That's absolutely impossible, right? It sounds absolutely illogical. So today I want to tell you that when you start giving thanks in everything, God leads you to a place where you start giving thanks for everything. Did you hear that? When you start giving thanks in everything, God leads you to a place where you start giving thanks for everything. You can give thanks for everything when you start giving thanks in everything. How does that work? Because understand this, guys. When you thank God in any circumstances that you are in, you are just being grateful. What are you doing? You're being grateful. But when you thank God for everything, you're not just being grateful, you are activated in faith. So when you are grateful, when you dwell on being grateful, you can move into a place of faith, of trusting in God completely. When you give thanks in everything, that is just a place where you are being grateful, where you are operating in gratitude. But when you start giving thanks for everything, you're not just operating in gratitude, you're operating in faith. Does that make sense? That's the difference. The first one is being grateful. The second one is you're acting out in faith. That's why when Paul says, give thanks for everything, the, the, you know, the previous verses he says, do not get drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. So you need to get drunk in something. Okay. <laughs> You, you have to get drunk in the spirit to actually give thanks for everything. Because think about it. How, how can you give thanks when something that is precious to you breaks? Can you give thanks to God? You have to be absolutely drunk. Drunk in what? Not drunk in wine, but be, be intoxicated in the presence of God. But how do you get there is by being grateful. It starts by being grateful. 
when you become grateful when you operate from a place of gratitude god slowly changes our attitude into faith your gra- your gratitude can become faith your prayer of being gr- your thanksgiving prayer can become a prayer of faith do you want to know how because psalms 104 100 verse 4 says enter i will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart and i will enter his courts with praise so the moment you start giving thanks to god it leads you to the presence of god and when you are led in the presence of god the presence of god starts changing your mind and you start operating in faith you move from gratitude into faith so guys don't remain just in that place of gratitude we have to move from the place of gratitude into the place of faith but how you move there is just by being grateful just staying there staying there staying there again and again like paul says without ceasing pray without ceasing i pray without ceasing give thanks in everything you stay there you thank god for everything that you can think of and as you stay there persistently god changes you god changes you completely just like that you move from being grateful move out in faith i'll give you three points okay what thanksgiving does the first one is thanksgiving it helps you to trust god and his nature so when you are being grateful when you are being intentional right you're diligently you're taking out the time to write stuff that you're grateful for or just to meditate on the things that you're grateful for what you're doing is you're training your mind you're training your soul to trust in god and his nature that god is good that he is for you that he loves you he's concerned about you he cares for you what's the first point trust in god and his nature the second point is thanksgiving helps you to put confidence in his ability that he can do it again what does it do it puts confidence in god's ability that if god has done something in the past he can do it again that's why if you remember you know testimony in the book of revelation is also known as a spirit of prophecy so when you testify it adds as a prophetic word and if somebody receives that testimony it can happen in their lives again so testimony is another way of saying god you can do it again i'm testifying i'm witnessing to this i am testifying i'm giving thanks to god for this so that he can do it again in your life so what's the first one to trust god and his nature what's the second one to put confidence in his ability that he can do it again the third one is when you give thanks to god you can completely surrender to his will you can completely surrender where you put no confidence in your flesh where you put you know no confidence in how you want to drive this but you surrender to his will you know that god has your back and you just surrender to him you rest in him did you get that what are the three points the first one is trust second one is confidence third one is surrender trust 
confidence, surrender. Now, what is the application? How do you practically apply whatever I have taught you? See, most times, have you thought why most times we don't give testimony? We don't give testimony in the church or we don't testify most times because during the week, whatever has happened in our lives, okay, whatever prayers that have answered, God has answered, for us, it just seems insignificant. That's why we don't testify. Like, for example, somebody was praying, God, I need a salary hike. I need an increase in my salary. But he did get a salary hike, but it was a meager hike of 1,000 rupees. He was expecting 10,000 rupees, but he just got 1,000 rupees. Did his prayers get answered? Yes. But we don't testify unless it's significant for us. And what, that hap what happens with that is that we become thankless. And I'm telling you guys, every time we are thankless, that's a pure sign of us being stagnant. So if you can thank God in every little thing, in every little thing that you can think of, my goodness, you will always keep growing. Why? Because you are entering into God's presence. You are becoming aware of God's presence and thanksgiving activates you into faith. So think about this. If you are going through some pain, okay, you're going through a sickness, you're going through some pain. Even in those moments of pain and suffering, if you can give thanks for the things that God has done in your life, I'm telling you, God can move you into a place of faith where he can get you out of those circumstances. But, but the thing is, we don't, we don't give thanks because for us, it's very insignificant. You know, I had a headache yesterday. Today, there's no headache. What's the big deal? It's natural. We think it's natural, so we don't give thanks. We are breathing right now. We think it's very natural. That's why we don't give thanks to God. But look at the people outside who are struggling just to breathe. Like I'm saying that there are so many reasons we can always find to give thanks to God. And I'm not saying that I'm, see, definitely, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that you have to give thanks to God at the misery of somebody else. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm trying to say is that there are always reasons for us that we can genuinely give thanks to God. And when we find even, you know, these things that we think is insignificant and we give thanks to God, God multiplies that. Just think about this. If you were in the, you know, if you were in the shoes of Jesus, in the wilderness, there are 5,000 people who are waiting for you to be, for, you know, for you to feed them. If you were in Jesus' shoes and somebody comes with five bread and two fish, what would your response be? I would have said, what, what can I accomplish with this? You eat. I would have said that. But Jesus, even in that time, he took the five bread and two fish and he gave thanks to God. I'm saying, guys, with whatever you have, can you give thanks to God and let God multiply what you already have? And when you do that, you move from a place of thanksgiving into a place of faith. Because, see, we are grateful when we have given thanks to God for what he has done. But we walk in faith when we give thanks to God for what he is going to do. The expression is thanksgiving. But still it's different. When we give thanks to God for what he has done, we're just grateful. But we, when we give thanks to God for what he is going to do, that is faith.
you can move from gratitude into faith by giving thanks to god for every little thing that you can think of to stay in that place of thanksgiving to stay in that place of you know celebrating god's goodness to stay in that place of resting in god's peace you don't have to be afraid you don't have to worry about the uncertainties of tomorrow if you stay in thanksgiving you will operate in faith see tomorrow always seems uncertain tomorrow anything can happen but you have a choice you can step out in faith or you can step out in fear if you give thanks to god today you step out in faith always you don't have to be afraid you know in 2012 when when uh, god revealed about his grace to me i was so excited so excited i wanted to teach i wanted to teach other people i wanted to tell other people about god's grace i wanted to you know tell other people about god's love but i had no platform to teach absolutely no platform but you know what god did was god created an opportunity where i was teaching children i'm talking about you know not even high school children i'm talking about like really kindergarten children i was teaching them sunday school what was my prayer my prayer was god i want to teach adults i want to teach intellectual people i want to teach because you know the revelation that i have is so amazing you know it will blow people's socks off but god gave me kids kids see i'm telling you my journey with teaching right now i'm teaching you know we are te- we are able to teach so many people that journey started by teaching kids kids and if and if i had said man this is not for me if i had said that and if i was not faithful in what god had given to me in the little when you are faithful god makes you a ruler of many see guys i know that you have so many dreams i know that you want to go out there and you know you want to change the world i get that but i want to ask you something are you thankful to god for what you have today are you absolutely doing and giving your 100% in the little that he has already blessed you when you give your 100% you know like i'm telling you guys you know even before this church happened i was preaching as if there were like 1000 people in the room that's how i was preaching i was giving my 100% i would spend hours and hours just preparing just writing notes you know reading the bible for hours and hours and at that time there were three people in the bible study three people in the bible study but i would prepare as if i was going to preach to millions you know why because it was not the crowd that was driving me so guys if you are thankful to god for the little that you have and you become faithful in what he has given you absolutely faithful my goodness my goodness he can multiply whatever you have what is that you are looking for is it is it peace is it health is it healing 
is it relationship what is what is your need today can you start giving thanks in what you have in what god has blessed you right now and when you start giving thanks in what you have he multiplies he makes it much 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 bigger much bigger than you can contain okay can we revise that when you start giving thanks god moves you from a place of gratitude into a place of faith why how does that happen because you enter his gates with thanksgiving when you give thanks to god you are basically becoming aware of god's presence and when you're becoming aware of god's presence you allow god to change your heart and when he changes your heart you move from gratitude into faith because thanksgiving does three things first trust in god and his nature second it puts confidence in god's ability that he can do it again third it helps you to surrender to his will to be at absolute rest you know a lot of times what really stops the blessing of god to flow in our hearts is is when we don't receive what we have expected the way we have expected you know when we don't receive what we have expected the way we are expected we become bitter we start complaining and when we do that the blessings of god you know gets choked down but when we start giving thanks lord i give you thanks for this even though this is not what i expected but i give you thanks for this because i know that you are my good father when you do that you know you move from a place of gratitude into a place of faith where you see god multiplying whatever you have i want to challenge you guys for the next one week okay today is wednesday for till next wednesday for the next one week write 10 things every day the moment you get up take up take out your diary take out your journal write 10 things that you are truly grateful to god for write 10 things and see how that will change your mind and change your circumstances as well see how god will multiply that you know today i wrote my 10 as well and it can be very simple simple things whatever comes to your mind minimum 10 if you can write those 10 things and dwell in it and see how god has been faithful man i i'm telling you we are so grateful we should be so grateful to god that even in such pressing times that we are moving in faith that we are not afraid we are not scared that we are assured of god's love for us we are assured of his presence that enough is so much for us to be grateful about so move in thanksgiving guys and god bless you